Hello, my Pancake Posse, my Bacon Brigade. Before the show starts, take a second to subscribe and leave a review, share with some friends, and while you're listening, make sure you check out the official Breakfast store with so much amazing merchandise at breakfast.com. People of Earth, if you can hear my voice, you have arrived at another episode of Breakfast with Brent Pope. I am your host, Brent Pope. My guest today is actor Max Cutler, who is probably best known for his role as software engineer Sam Higgins on the show Good Trouble. And we will talk all about that. He has also appeared on the fantastic Angie Tribeca, and I love Max Cutler on the web series Kyloki as Kylo Ren. So we got to talk about that. And we had a spectacular breakfast from Ronan, a very high-end pizza joint on Melrose. So listen up, and I'll show you the power of the darkness, because we have Max Cutler today on Breakfast. Pick it up! Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Breakfast. This young lady just smashed the lids on all these cakes in the bakery section. <laughs> I could go on a Hallmark card. My uh, guest today. Oh, I'm going to need to hear all about that. I didn't need any extra sausage. He adds character to my crew. <laughs> Is a goat pit a real thing? What? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Great place to hang out and good food, too. I'm always playing blue-collar guys. Breakfast. Let me screw through the pipe. I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. I love a crawler. Yeah. All my uncles got the gout. Jalapeno slash cheddar waffles. Who doesn't love that? It's Breakfast time. Breakfast. The only show where bacon, pancakes, Hollywood. I'm your host, Brent Pope. Hello, hello. Max Cutler, how are you doing today? Oh, you know, Saturday. Yeah? Chilling. Yeah, man. I slept. Yeah? Who knows? That makes one of us. Right? <laughs> so we met through uh, a mutual friend. Yes. Rosemary Brown. I believe she's your editor? Yeah, she does this breakfast slice and a Dyson. Ooh. Much preach. <laughs> <laughs> preach. <laughs> but yeah, we met the, through her. I find you to be a guy that's just, it's, you're just fun to be around. Thank and, you. You know what I mean? And uh, I think fun is the best thing to have. Yeah, and to make sometimes when I'm when I'm like teasing someone, they'll be like, "Stop making fun of me." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Fun is a great thing to make." Why? And then you're like, "Shut up, nerd! <laughs> Get out of my house! <laughs> you're not my real dad." And they're like, "What? <laughs> you're not my real dad? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna dump you in a year, and I'll still be here." Well, you're uh, <laughs> probably best known for for your uh, part as Sam Higgins on. Good Trouble. Probably. Uh, it's a spinoff of The Fosters. It indeed is. Uh, I think you can see it now. Is it on Freeform and then you can watch it on Hulu later? Is that what so the deal it's, is? It's, it airs on Freeform and then it's like on Hulu a day later. Okay. And then all the older episodes from season one and two are on Hulu. And then they're on, I'm pretty sure they're on Freeform.com. Yeah. Which I'm guessing like maybe uses the Hulu. Probably. Like um, inserts or whatever they're called. Embedding. Yeah. To me, I just find it on Hulu, guys, if you have Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> a little easier. I don't even know if you need the paid Hulu account. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I never know the like the distinction of lo- like what's in that and what's in that. Here's the deal. I'm intrigued Hulu. by this now. I'm going to stop paying for my Hulu. Sweet. Then I'm going to wait a month. Cool. Then I'm going to go back and try to watch Good Trouble. And, see if and I'll there. tell you. Okay. Uh, That's how yeah, we learn. I had to pay. <laughs> That's, how we le- That's the only way we can find out this answer. <laughs> There's no, there's no one that Googled it. There's no right. one that wrote it in an article. Nope. nope. It's just just experimentation. This is how we have to do it. Look, so uh, what was the audition like for Good Trouble? So when I got the tape, it, it was an in-person audition at Scott Genkinger's office at the CBS lot on Radford. Mm-hmm. And it just said, um, untitled Foster's spinoff. Right. And it was this, like, fake scene they wrote. It was, like, two pages. And... 
it didn't necessarily happen in the show, but it was still like related to the stuff that was happening in the show where I was talking to a guy that was sort of a proxy for Raj and he had a crush on the new girl and then she overheard us and we were like, ah, let's play Mario Kart. Um, And it was just one audition. I did two takes. He redirected me, no callback. And then like a week and a half later, they were like, you're pinned. And it was listed as Mm co-star. And I didn't know there was going to be more episodes. But once I got to the first table read, I was like, oh, he like works with the main character. Am I am I going to keep coming back? And I kept coming back. They kept calling me. You're in episode two. You're in episode three. You're in episode five. So that was a nice surprise. Yeah. And they had listed the character as like, uh, I think it was Max, Sam, and Dan. And I was like, I'm Max. My brother's name is Dan. And my cousin's name is Sam. I got to book one of these. Yeah, right? And I have a degree in informatics. So a computer programmer is, like, right within my vague milieu of expertise. That just seems like something that was just meant to be your part, right? Yeah. Because I don't think that, like, your knowledge of informatics or anything like that probably came into play during our audition at all, no. right? Yeah. There was so. – we were playing Mario Kart. We, they called it Beerio Kart because I think other people have called it drunk driving mm-hmm. where you have to, like, drink a beer and Mario Kart at the same time. Oh, that's right because Mariana – uh, proclaimed herself the uh, at where she went to college. Where was it? Uh, Is it UCSD? No, that's the sister. Oh, uh, but anyway, she went. She went to some big school. Uh, MIT. MIT. She went to yeah, MIT. That's right, that's right. And she was the 2018 Burial Cart champion. Yeah, that's, that's why right. they. So, okay. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I don't really use it a lot. There's a few scenes of like techno jargon, but it's mostly just me being kind of an idiot and a little bit out of touch with like other people's feelings. If there was a fight between uh, Alex, Sam, and Raj, the three uh, computer engineers on Good Trouble, uh-huh. and you fought uh, Richard Hendricks, uh, Dinesh, and Gilfoyle from right. Silicon Valley, who would win in a like a physical like fist a physical fight? Physical fist fight. I think we could because we we had a scene where we got in a fight. Yeah, me and Alex are really tall, so that helps. Yeah, and Gilfoyle is kind of non. You know, he's like a pacifist. He'll, mm-hmm. he, he only he only messes with you if you're like, with, yeah, with, like with your brain. Yeah, it's true. He's and Dinesh would be no good in a yeah, fight. Yeah, he's he's a coward. And neither would Middleditch would not be. Yeah. No, he's very like. Nah. I think you guys would win he's almost by default. They'd probably win the app battle though. To be honest. Oh yeah, they we're s- like we try to be lazy on purpose, <laughs> and they made like a Google. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. Well. Interesting question that is thought up uh, off the top of my head. Oh, you're allowed. Since, since uh, you, you, they are the actually the, all three of them. You do look similar. Yeah, the same. But obviously, you're more handsome than oh, Art Star. <laughs> he wears glasses. Although, so does my character. Though. I do love Martin Star. Though. Right. No. He's to great. be fair, I, he's I great. don't have any problem. With I know that you are uh, kind of a self-proclaimed nerd. I mean, there's probably proof to that but right how fun was it then that you got to deliver the line how dare you use doctor who against me oh (laughs) i mean i i wish i was more of a doctor who fan to have appreciated that line more Mm -hmm. but i know i guess i know enough about it to seem like a doctor who fan yeah but yeah so i don't even like that quote he used against me i was like oh sure yeah so i just had to i had to like you know do some acting yeah like i'm this computer program not Uh. really 
Not these, really a lot of acting going on. These jobs we have to do where we have to pretend like Ugh, we're someone gross. we're not. <laughs> got to pretend to know things? Jesus. I'm not, you know, I I, I think I'm, uh, I have a lot of uh, nerdy things that I watch and partake in, but I also am not a huge Doctor Who fan. I, I was from like when I was, well, even when I was watching Younger, it was just something that was happened to be on. I, I respect it. I mean, gosh, anything is just... For a thousand billion seasons. It, it, it's a brilliant concept, too, that, like, you, it could go on forever because the doctor... <laughs> he regenerates. <laughs> he regenerates. Yeah. And they they did that before, like, really serialized these, like, one-off, mm-hmm. like, uh, like Justified, where it's a different cast every right. time. Yeah, that's true. They that's kinda, true. Or, like, they Fargo, kinda... where they change the cast. Yeah. A new story every season. It was, like, a new thing for, for the... 2010s-ish area? Yeah, something like that. But yeah. Doctor Who's like the 60s. Yeah. Or the 70s. Yeah, so it ends poorly for, for young Sam Higgins. A little bit. <laughs> when he attaches himself to Alex, who's just the worst. Yeah, I'm very uh, much a follower to him. It's everything Everything he does is, ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this, oh, my golden god. Hmm. Would you have been a follower if it was Richard Hendricks? <laughs> mm, I'd probably be closer to Guilfoyle. Maybe without the like espionage that he does, where he can like hack yeah. the government, yeah, whatever. Well, I, don't look, know if, I don't know if Sam is smart enough for that. He's more just know. programming and um, socially unaware. I, I did really laugh that episode when when they all went to the hockey game, and you're like, I don't even like. <laughs> that was an improv line. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't in the script. I I think I either just said that, or they said like, say something about hockey because you don't. You don't even care about hockey, and I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." So I just, I just blurted that out, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll use that. Do That's that. Funny. Do that line." Well, congrats! You're on the two seasons recurring. Uh, it's a popular show, you know. Yeah. And a sp- like, anytime you have a spinoff of a popular show, and then that's a popular show. That's pretty cool. And it's sort of like a half spinoff because it's just two of the right. characters. Yep. going off to do something, and you know, it's doing better than Joey. Oh, on uh, on Friends. Yeah, wasn't that wasn't that a spinoff? You know what's really funny? What the the last show we did, there was also a mention of Joey. What? <laughs> no way! Yeah, <laughs> something big's gonna happen with Joey, dude, because it's, it's in the zeitgeist. He had a spinoff that was that was not Joey that did pretty good a few years episodes. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a great show. He was great on that, uh, and it may, changed my perception of him as actors. I'd never seen him play just like. Anything else? Well, he plays himself on that character, but not right. Joey. But it, it was interesting, and I, I did love that show. He's so. actually himself, or he's like essentially himself. Well, he's playing, you know, he's playing Matt LeBlanc. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, trying to resurrect his career. It's uh, kind of like what Phoebe did. She had that the comeback. The the comeback. Yep. Huh. Look, nobody does fake comebacks like the friends <laughs> within a TV show like all the friends. like all the friends except for Jennifer Aniston who just kept going, keeps going. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston is like the Harrison Ford. In Star Wars, because he's mm-hmm. the only one that had, like, a super major career. Right. And then also, she's like Harrison Ford, because it seems like in every project, at some point, she says, Get off of my plane! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's my wife? <laughs> Points. Uh, <laughs> Before we go any further, we did have a spectacular breakfast from Ronan. Oh, boy. Uh, the pizza joint. And full disclosure, your your brother, your older brother... Is the the head chef there? Yep. He's the owner. Yep. With um, his wife, who's who's uh, Caitlin. She's in charge of the the front of house stuff, businessy nice. things. I'm giving him a chef's kiss Ooh. right now. We haven't even talked about it yet, but uh, look, let's talk about it first, and then okay. well, I'll give you my. Uh, <clears throat> it's 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 very close to the to the groundlings. to the groundlings. Yep. 
Um, they, same same building, technically. Same building, yeah. Uh, we we got we got an appetizer of the uh, Senor, Senor carrots. carrots. Yeah. I do love also how they're the the names of the things have a little bit of a pun or a funniness to them. Yeah. That adds another level to it to me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Senior carrots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spiced yogurt, honeycomb, coriander, mm. and uh I don't know how they do they grill the carrots? Is it baked? I think so. Uh it was delicious. It's probably the best version of carrots I've ever had. Right? You know, just it mixing was, all the like yeah. you think honey and carrots? I know. I, I've been hearing lately that honeycomb is a this a high end thing that people are doing and I kinda get it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then um, I had the spicy chomper, which, which the name of that actually, his mm. older daughter loves dinosaurs. Okay, and she's obsessed with the Land Before Time, and Chomper is the little T Rex that they adopt. Oh. so for a long time, because she's also, of course, obsessed with Frozen and Moana, she said, "No, you don't call me Logan. My name is Spice. My name is uh, Chomper Elsa Moana." Oh, that's funny. And so the Chomper. Got onto the pizza. Wait, so was I eating dinosaur meat? Yes, <sighs> fossil fuel. That's that's look. This is, place is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so spicy chopper well, is is a very high end take. I would say on a like a pepperoni pizza, mm-hmm. except it's using sopras soprasada, 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 soprasada. I believe, uh, and uh, quattro formaggi, which is like four, four cheeses. cheeses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they've got one of those real legitimate like ovens f- from Italy where mm-hmm. the thing cooks in like three minutes. Yeah. There's a nice char. Look, you're gonna have to see the pictures on on the social media for this one because it's it's great. Oh yeah, uh, and it looks so delicious. And I kind of want to just go there right now, even though it's not even time to to eat. They um, even do take home pizza dough where they you buy the dough and some sauce and you could make it in your own in your own oven if you want. Oh, cool. Uh, what remind me of the pizza that you had? I had something called the uh, the sweet cheeks because mm-hmm. it has guanciale, which is pork cheek. Yeah, uh, and it's 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 pork cheek, honey as the sauce, uh-huh. and ricotta cheese. Again, honey on here. You right. told me you were getting that, and I was like, eh, I don't Seems know, man. Weird. And then when I, you know, you, you let me eat a piece of your pizza, and I was like, oh goodness, it's like was, it's yeah. like because it's kind of like bacon, and like honey. Mm-hmm. You know, you you make like honey glazed bacon. Yeah, is that a thing? That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like maple guys bacon or, yeah, any of those. Yeah. Sweet and salty. Whew. Anyway, I cannot speak more highly about this place. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a cool place to go to. I'm so proud. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it's, you know, I, I know the family that, that, that owns it and runs it and cooks there. It's, it's really cool. I also got uh, a pint of ice cream that Ooh. they make there to take home. Yeah. And it was strawberry. And I got to say, it was, I don't know what they put in that ice cream. And a lot of times when you get strawberry ice cream, it's basically vanilla ice cream with some chunks of strawberry in it. Right. That's what you see a lot of times. Or you see the thing where it's like just some kind of pink pink like thing, but, but it doesn't really have any strawberry in it. Yeah. This, I believe, had chunks of strawberry in it and and also was pink throughout. And I don't know if it's ice cream or uh, something so, else. Like, yeah. I don't know the like where the lines are. But it had a nice... Something I've never had in strawberry ice cream before. It had like a saltiness to it he, yeah. that I thought really made it special. He taught me about putting little flakes of salt on like a big chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. Salt, like just put salt on stuff and it makes it better. Yeah, because it's sweet. It. It's 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 got some sweetness and a little acidity 
and it's got the salt on it. Yeah. And all those things go it, great like, together. It brings everything out. So that pint uh, between Tressa and I did not last very long. <laughs> and uh, I wish I had got more than one pint. That I was like, oh, we should have got more than one. It was like but... your reverse appetizer for her to make her go like, yeah, we got to go, we go back to the place. <laughs> we have to go back. Where's my wife? <laughs> Where's my wife? <laughs> Where's my ice cream? Get off of my pizza. No, that's... um. That's Heston. Oh, yeah. Though, the two of them in a movie? Yeah. That would be a thing. Get your damn filthy paws off my pizza. Get your pizza off of my wife. (laughs) (laughs) It'll just be them screaming things at each other. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, Ronan, it's it's on Melrose in Hollywood. It's definitely a, you know... I would say it's like something for a high end night out, dinner date, dinner date. Uh, great for all that. So thank you for uh, going there with me. That of was course. delicious. I'm sorry it wasn't breakfast. Look, it was good. And <laughs> yeah, you know we talk about this on the show. You know, uh, breakfast could could be any LA, meal of the day. Breakfast, yeah. Is, yeah. L.A. people love it. For breakfast for dinner, right? Or dinner for breakfast? No. Mm. Well, I'll do it. <laughs> Steak and eggs is kind of dinner for breakfast. It is. Although it's never good steak for breakfast, never. right? No, it's, it's always like, like a, a, the the New Yorkiest of New York or or sirloin. Mm, I mean, not that I'm ma'am you know, loin. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quality. I think if it's even less quality than that, they put it in the uh, the chicken fried. No, chicken fried steak. Chicken fried, is, that's a different thing. Yeah, that's a different thing. The bread. I think they have that here. They do I mean, in some places. It's it. it's it's not common. Not common. And it's not commonly good. Here in a lot of places, but there are a few places you can get some good chicken fried steak. Yeah, what about steak fried chicken? Oh, they, they call that chicken fried chicken. I mean, okay. I know you're making a joke, but <laughs> no, but is that a chicken can... fried chicken's really good? Uh, What's it's, the difference? It's just a chick. It's instead of being beef, it's chicken with right. But breaded. isn't that just fried chicken? Well, it's it's more like almost like in chicken parm form. You know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a piece of chicken. Right. It's it's, it's a parm it's, of chicken. It's, it's a cut of chicken. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> Look, I want to talk about this web series you're part of. Uh, I am a huge fan of like the, all the Marvel. I know this is not like uh, sanctioned by Marvel, probably or whatever. No, it's or Disney by parody. It's uh, fully parodied. I guess it's, I guess it's Disney. Yeah, covered by parody. It's spectacular. Kai Loki. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's Kylo Ren and Loki living together with another roommate uh, who's Matt. caught in the crossfire. <laughs> Some dude named Matt. But I gotta say, you know, it's really funny. And sometimes what takes you out of it, of something like that is it could be funny. And um, then they try to do like some kind of special effects and it looks real corny. Your special effects is really good on right? that too. Yeah. Uh, the lightsaber looks great. Uh, Loki will do something like, oh, Loki, you didn't clean the kitchen. Yes, I did. And then it like transforms and it looks really good. Yeah. So how did you get involved in this project? So this was pre people saying that I look like Adam Driver all the time, or mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, as often. And I just saw a casting notice in an email, and I submitted for Matt, because I didn't think that I was, like, evil or broody enough to be Kylo Ren. So right. I just I submitted for the normal guy, and I went in, but I have the Black Series helmet with the voice changer right. of Kylo that I won from Subway. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get the remote control BB-8, so I like sent in a picture of the receipt, and they were like, "You won!" And I went, "No way!" And it was the helmet, and so I brought it in just because I thought they would think it was cool. Um, and then I I did the scene, I improved a bit, 
And then I got a callback for Kylo. And I was like, oh, I, I guess this makes sense. And I went in and I was like, was there like a mistake? Did they? Yeah. And they were like, no, you're you're Kylo. You got a, you you look like Adam Driver. And I was like, okay. And you have the helmet. So so I just kind of auditioned and called back. And then from what I knew, they had already picked the Loki. Mm-hmm. And the Matt was a friend of theirs. So he was like probably pretty high up on the list. Okay. So we did chem reads with the Loki. And I was like with the two or three mats that they had and the other Loki or the other Kylo was with the other two or three mats. And then the guy that was playing Loki, Kylan, Kalen, I think it's Kalen. Kalen uh, apparently told the two writers and and the director. He was like, "Those two, I want those two. And so we, me and me and uh, me and Vince uh, booked it because wow. par- partially because he, you know, he wanted us to be his his Loki or his Kylo and Matt Jesus. Well, I think it's like one of those things where you know, I guess some casting people call it like an easy read, where you sound a little bit like him, right? You get you look similar. You know, you guys could be like cousins or something. Um, He's from Indiana, is he? I think so. That's so weird. I would not pin him some from Indiana. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm wow. not from Indiana, but yeah, I went to school there. It's like you guys are uh, weird, tra- changing places. I don't even know how much older than me he is. I don't think it's by much. Probably not. How old is he? Google, Google, Google. But he, you know, so we did the show, and then uh, we have, like, a Scarlet Witch come in, and one of their friends looks a lot like Benedict Cumberbatch, so he came in to be um, Doctor Strange a few times. We had a friend of mine did, like, Thor and and Tony Stark and a voice. The Thor male. voice is good. Yeah. It's a good voice. Uh, Adam Driver's 37, so I think he's okay. older than he's you. He's five years older than me. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. He's older than my brother. Oh, really? Yeah, my brother's only three years older than me. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Time is weird. <laughs> Gross. Time is a something. What is what is Matthew McConaughey saying? <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, but then it's true. Oh, about time. Said, yeah, it's, true detective, he says something like, time is a time is a flat circle. <laughs> so he right. says, true detective. Yeah, it's one of those things at the end of like a really long season, and you're like... This is his poignant thing he's going to say. You're like, sure. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. <laughs> you sure you didn't say that in one of the Lincoln commercials? <laughs> These rims are a flat circle. <laughs> you you got to love them under Lincoln. You're going to want four. A, they should be curved a little. You're going to want four of these rims. One on each tire. Don't put. try to put more than one on a tire. It won't work. <laughs> all rims, all rims, all rims. <sighs> uh, but so, yeah, it was just a, it was just a normal... Normal ass auditions process. That's interesting. Um, when you were doing it, were you like, ah, "This might be fun to do," but it's—I mean, did it turn out better than you thought it was going to? I—I I didn't really have expectations. Not to say that I had low expectations. Yeah. Like I was just like, "This will be fun." And, yeah. And the writing is good, so I—I I, I enjoy that, and I like parody, and it's funny. So, and then when when the special effects came in, I was like, "Oh wow, you guys." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I would imagine you're like, yeah, maybe the special effects won't look good, but then they come in, you're like, oh, this is this is better because the, the writing you already know is at least your perception is that it's good. Yeah, and the cast seems good, and uh, everyone is kind of perfectly cast. The guy that plays Loki's great. Oh yeah, uh, I was really laughing when they keep talking about like, oh yeah, we're gonna. He goes, if we do this, I'm gonna miss Villain Con, <laughs> right? <laughs> Villain Con, and then in season two we go yeah, to Villain Con. I, I watched it. <laughs> They're like, we gotta funny. do that. Yeah. I'm curious, when you start getting compared to Adam Driver, okay, mm-hmm. 
is there any consideration that like I want you want to lean into this? You want to lean away from it? So, or just like let it lie and see what happens? I I kind of let it lie. I have a like there's a list of people that I get. I get Ray Romano. 100%. Yep. But mostly just his voice. Yeah. Uh I get Adam Driver a lot. I used to get um uh Zach Braff a lot. Um, but some people would argue they would be like, he's like Zach Braff. And then the other guy would go, No, he's just JD from Scrubs. And then they would fight each other. Mm. I could see Zach Braff. To a lesser extent, I think Yeah. The the Ray Romano voice is definitely mm-hmm. spot on. I get Seth Rogen sometimes. I can do his laugh really good. Oh, let me hear it. <laughs> yeah. I mean you don't look like Seth Rogen. No. No. But But we're both Jewish? But, yeah, but if you're doing voiceover, you could you could match any of those guys, yeah. I would guess. Dax Shepard every once in a while. Dax Shepard. I lean in. I, I let it. Like, some people get really like, no, I'm my own person. Mm-hmm. No, don't compare. And I'm like, hey, all these people you're giving me haven't been in scandals that I know of mm-hmm. other than Zach Braff's weird Kickstarter one that didn't really count. Have any of them been on the show scandal? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think mm. so either. Not even mm. that. So mm. That's my way in. That- <laughs> um, but... I mean, these are all, like, good actors, good people, good careers. I'm like, sure. These are good things to think. Well, look, yeah. It's much... I I don't know that I've had a little... Well, I'm trying to think if anyone compares me to anyone, and you're like, oh, I, but they're terrible. You know, like, right. like you think, like, oh, they're not it's usually funny, though. like, famous people are good. That's true. That's true. They usually like, are. But, like you, but your guys are all like, you know, solid. I mean, there could be some people who are like, yeah, that guy, he's just okay. But yeah, those are all people that I, I really uh, think have great careers. You're yeah. right. In the, and not much controversy. Yeah. I know. And it's kind of like, you know how like every movie pitch has like, oh, it's it's Fern Gully meets The mm-hmm. Matrix. And then the person you're pitching to is like, oh, I get it. So, so ju- like, that's just my thing with an actor. Oh, yeah. he's he's Adam Driver, but Ray Romano. Oh, I would, okay, yeah, I, I see. P- yeah, I want to pitch you Max. He's like uh, Adam Driver mixed with Ray Romano's voice and Seth Rogen's laugh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Dax Shepard's height and hair. Right. So, Just not blonde. But not blonde. And not married to... Kristen Bell. Yeah. The sloth master. The sloth master. She what is loves that? sloths. She loves sloths. There's like videos of her freaking out about sloths. Oh, interesting. I, I maybe I've seen those. You know, that reminds me. You have chinchillas I at do. your place. I've always, when I go to Petco, I'm always just like looking at the chinchillas, going like, it's like a fluffy potato. Yeah, they look just look like so much fun. They look like little Sonic the Hedgehogs that are like just rolling around and jumping in. Like, is it's it so as much? Fast. Is it as much fun to have uh, a chinchilla as I think it is? So. Yes, probably. They're they're a lot like rabbits. So they're they're like hyper rabbits cuz rabbits like chill out sometimes and will like cuddle with you. Chinchillas, at least ours, aren't very cuddly. It's kind of a personality thing. And we have two of them, so they kind of bonded with each other. So they're not as like attached to us. So we pet them and stuff, but they they're running around and they're only like 3 years old. Um they're very soft. Like, mm-hmm. I hate that they made coats out of them in the world, but I understand why they're so expensive. So they're real. I've never touched it. You know, oh. super soft, huh? It's like, like you could poke into their body, and it'll be to your middle knuckle on your finger before you touch their body, like wow. a fur. And they, they, like, their fur is so thick that if it gets wet, you have to, like, methodically dry them or else they can get moldy because it won't oh, dry out. No. It won't, like, get out. How do 
So how does that happen in the wild? If no they get, yeah, maybe wild chinchillas have a better, but they they live near volcanoes, and so they take dust baths. Uh. and the dust that you buy for for domesticated chinchillas is mimicking volcanic ash in its consistency. You so know, they, this, yeah. This way you're describing how chinchillas live in the wild reminds me a lot of how it seems like Kylo Ren would live in the wild next to a volcano. Dust bath. Taking dust baths. That's how his hair is so majestic. That's right. It's like a dry shampoo. Everything. Look, time is a flat circle. <laughs> Get away from my circle. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been really fun, uh, Max. Before we get out of here, I need to get three quick recommendations from okay. Max Cutler. What is your guilty pleasure show or movie that you're watching? So I don't believe in guilty pleasures. My brother. Everybody says that. No, my brother taught me something. He said, the second you admit that something is a guilty pleasure, it no longer becomes guilty because you're freely willing to admit mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So... I mean, the closest thing I could think was a guilty pleasure was when I watched Glee, but that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I'll freely admit anything that I'm watching. So I, I, I'm not embarrassed to say that I watch, and I'm watching Yasha Hime Princess right now, which oh. is the sequel to Inuyasha. I'm is that watching a... Code Geass. It's an anime. Okay. I'm watching Code Geass. I watched The Expanse recently. and The Expanse is cool. That um, The Nazi one, uh, Man in the High Castle, which I've learned... Both of those are very similar shows. They're both a superpower fighting a superpower, fighting a secondary like resistance power, and then a plucky group of of like heroes. Yeah, yeah. I think that Nazi hunters show is kind of like oh, hunters. Hunter, yeah, that show hunters was good. is kind of like that too. Yeah, with, with um, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. Pacino. That show was that show was interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, I, 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 maybe the most interesting thing is like, how do you get Al Pacino? Pin him down to do a whole TV show. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. He's very uh, Al Pacino. In it. He is. He's a... Forget about that, Dave. <laughs> we got to get these Nazis <laughs> out <laughs> of these camps. <laughs> what is a hidden gem show or movie that you love that people may not know? I love Letterkenny. Right? Love it. So good. Yep. I, I, tell, I tried to tell someone once, I was like, it's kind of like Schitt's Creek without the rich people. But then I was like... Maybe not. There's not as much story. Interesting. Has a lot more story. I describe it as Jed Apatow dialogue on speed in rural Canada. Yeah, with quick quick edits. Yep. If you if like, give yourself a treat. Yeah. Go on YouTube. Watch the bloopers from Letterkenny. Really? Like, think about all the stuff they say. That's yeah. so like specific and fast. Yeah. The bloopers are amazing. Do you watch uh, Little Kenny? Have you seen that? I've seen a bit of it, and I'm. Yeah. There's part of me that's just like, this is annoying. It's a little annoying, but they do get the. But there are some deep cuts in there where you're yeah. like watching the look at it. It's like, oh, I wouldn't know that if I didn't watch. It's one of those you'd have to watch after. Yeah. What is the show or movie that either inspires you or reminds you of yourself? One movie that reminded me of myself, kind of by accident, because everyone else that I was watching it with said, "Like, did you write this movie?" Yeah. It was called Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, or Me Earl and the Dying Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Sundance like three years ago, four, with my friends, just to, like, go watch movies. We yeah. didn't have a movie in it or anything. And we, in one week, we saw ten movies in theaters. It was very exhausting. We didn't sleep a lot. And every single movie, except maybe, like, one-ish or two, were, like, so good. And when we saw me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, 
my friends kept being like, there would be these wacky lines of dialogue where the kid would be like, you know, my my love burns for you like the heat of a thousand suns. And they'd be like, did you write this? Because this is the way you talk to people. Right. It's, that's always interesting when you find, when you're watching something and uh, the dialogue completely takes you out of it because it's just like, there's no way that person would say that. Right. But I'm saying like, they would say that. Yeah. It's weird and I love it. Oh, you're saying you're saying the opposite. Yeah. I'm saying like these people are talking weird because people talk weird. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah. So when you go to Sundance, I've never been to Sundance. Uh, do you pay a – is there a fee to pay to get into Sundance and then you, you can get into all the screenings or is it like individual screenings you have to pay for all the individual screenings? I think it changes every year maybe. Yeah. But when we did it, there were four of us and we bought – Two, like two of us bought passes, mm-hmm. which came with um, a guest pass. So each of us had, you know, our own pass technically, but I was like guest of Andrew. And that ca- and it came with 20 movie tickets each pass, so that 10 for each. Mm-hmm. And, and then the pass let us get into all the like Q&As and the panels and all that kind of, and like the, the like Sundance tech labs. Yeah. So we went to all that stuff. And then, and then there was like a date that the the movie, like scheduling opened, and you would get online and try to find a seat and try to find a time at one of the theaters because they just like open a hundred theaters and yeah. churches and stuff. Okay, so you're saying it's a little bit like Handmaid's Tale because you were like literally of Andrew, right? You were kind of yeah. yeah. So my, my past said guest of Andrew <laughs> of so Andrew you of, to... and, of Andrew. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to Sundance based on that. I mean, I mean that you could be terrible. the guy that. Buys a ticket and then you have your name on it. But then I'd be, I'd feel bad to have You'd somebody be, be of Brent. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I can't deal with that I didn't either. Mind. You know? <laughs> I'm submissive. Well, thank you for those recommendations. I will take them under consideration. If you would like to get more Brentfast stuff, such as pics of Max Cutler and I enjoying our Brentfast from Ronan, go to the Brent Pope website, brentpope.com. You can listen to all the Brentfast episodes there. You can see clips from all my TV appearances. And finally, you demanded it the official Brentfast store with a bunch of fun stuff shirts, mugs, stickers, masks. Perfect for any time of the year. People of Earth, I bring you this show for free, but it's not free to make the show, so help us keep this thing going by picking up something from the Brentfast store. You'll be so glad you did. On social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at ScoopsPope. Give me a follow, and if you have a Brentfast question, ask away. And make sure you follow my Facebook actor page. And if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a review, share it with friends. Brentfast is being enjoyed all over the United States and in 35 countries that cover six continents. And trust me, my omelet hombres, my coffee conquistadors, we are just getting started. Special thanks to my editor, the one and only Rosemary Brown, for all the breakfast slicing and dicing. Much appreciate. Big ups also to my studio engineer, Daniel Erickson, for making me sound so good. Oh, yeah. Max Cutler, what's next for you, and where can we find you on social media? Um, I don't know what's next for me. I wish I knew. Uh, just auditioning and auditioning. And you could find me at uh, Max B. Cutler on all, the, on all the things. Nice. Twitter, Instagram. I don't really post a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where's my wife? Where's get off of my plane? <laughs> snakes. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> That's Al Pacino. Why did it have to be snakes? You got snakes in here. Whoa! Nobody wants the snakes. Max Heller, thank you for coming in. This has been delightful. Thank you for um, having me. The most Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey and uh, any other kind of impressions that we've done in any show. Yeah, And I'm here for it. I got the record. <laughs> and with that, we put another Super Saiyan episode of Breakfast with Brent Pope in the Ultimate Bag. See you.